good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And happy Monday. I know those two words don't belong together. Happy and Monday never go together. It's Monday. How you doing? Uh, I was off for a couple of days. Uh, I was out watching my older son uh, started his first college football game. Uh, on a Thursday night, so my wife and I flew out there, had to fly right back so we could watch our younger son play Friday night, uh, so we we spent uh, not very long, we spent more time in the airplane than we probably did on the ground, but we got it done, uh, went wonderful in case you were wondering, he played fantastic, the team won, uh, everything is good, my younger son's team, they won, uh, they're now ranked number one. Uh, in the state in 5A here in Arizona. Congratulations to them. Are they the best team? Probably not. Uh, but are they the second best team? Probably. Uh, but but anyway, uh, 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number. And I will tell you, obviously, a lot happened. I mean, I almost felt like I was in control of the markets, and when I took some time off, I took—I was gone for two days. Uh, great, great profit-taking uh, happened in the gold and silver market, and that's how you want it. You want it just the way it happened. I'll explain that to you in a minute. The website at allamericangold.com, and it started with a a tweet, a statement about the trade talks. Yeah. Yeah, the Chinese are coming. Yep, they're going to come in October. And, and any time Wall Street rallies on that in uh, gold or silver sells off, buy more. Not Wall Street, buy more gold and silver. Uh, because trust me, this was not the Chinese were not calling us for this meeting. Right, you understand, right? This is this was a a made for Wall Street event. Uh, there's no real negotiating. Well, you know what? China did say, "Hey, listen, if you want to get rid of these tariffs, we'll buy stuff from you again." I mean, they keep saying that. Uh, I think a lot of people, and I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there think that the president needs to make a deal if he wants to win the election. And I'm not there yet. Uh, but I don't know. It, it may be. It may be, which would be bad. right? Because the only deal really would be, hey, we go back to the way it was. right? I, I mean, we could get China to buy more stuff. That could happen. Right? And I've said that. I told you two years ago, right? China will be like, oh, yeah, well, we'll okay, you want, we'll buy some more soybean, and we'll buy some pigs and, and some corn, and, and and what else do you want? You know, we'll, we'll buy a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But other than that, that's all there is. Now, inside of all of that, and again, okay, so that started it. And then you had, uh, it was jobs week. You had the ADP number, which is a survey number that is not actually, it's not even worth the paper it's printed on. That one came in, you know, I don't want to say real good, but better than they expected. But then on Friday, we got the actual jobs number from the government. It was horrible. 
And I know, well, wait a minute, no, they said on TV it was okay. It was 130,000 jobs. Well, well below expectations. But then they said, hey, you know what? A large chunk of that was temporary work for Census Bureau. Because, uh, you know, we're, we're getting ready to start uh, the people, I guess, I don't know, they knock on doors or call you on the phone or, or what they uh, what they end up saying as far as uh, how many people live in your house and all this other stuff, right? So we got the census coming up. If you took out the census workers, the number, you know, it's hard to say. Private sector was only 96,000. So the hundred, the other thirty-four thousand was government. How much of that was sent? Because the government hires some, right? So, you know, was it a hundred and ten thousand, something like that? So let's say between a hundred and a hundred and ten thousand jobs. That was it. Then they went back to the prior two months and took a bunch of jobs away from those months. So we went from an economy a year ago that was posting, on average, 230,000 jobs a month. Then we found out 60 days ago or so, hey, you know what, we we were a little off on that that 230 number. Uh, We need to take 50,000 away every month. We kind of overestimated in 2018. So that brought it down. Okay, fine, whatever. And they had some big reason. Because, again, why not just use the actual data? It's there. It can be done. But, no, we can't do that. And they gave some reason why, like, I don't know, something like every four years there's this big adjustment for some reason. So... 180,000. After last week's jobs number, we're creating less than 150,000 this year. Is that better or worse? Talk about that next. We're back. You know, the thing about stocks have gotten to right back to right, right. We're right on the precipice of those all-time record highs. Of course, we've been there now for like the last two plus years. Right, kind of always gets up to this level, and, and it was really laughable when you actually got the real data. You know, you have corporate profits. I mean, and and again. If you use the adjusted, forget about the gap, the ones they're supposed to use, adjusted, you know, the fake number, what was it, 1%? Profits were up 1%. That's it. From a, a core, and again, it really even wasn't that. If you use the real numbers, I'm sure it was negative. But that's okay. All right? Job growth. We thought it was 230 last year. Now they... Now that we're down to below 150, they said, oh, well, last year 1230 is really only 180. You're like, okay, still. Right? Keeps falling. Manufacturing 
is now negative, right? We, we learned that earlier in the week. Uh, Challenger Gray and Christmas, These are the, this is the company that tracks the layoffs, which right now I think is the most important number. Are layoffs rising? And these are, remember, if you're a big company and you're going to lay off more than 50 people in a state, you got to let them know. So this is actual. Right? Of all the data, think about the numbers that we have. Uh, we had ADP for jobs, right? survey, right? That not worth the report it's printed on. We have jobless claims. Of course, now jobless claims, really hard. Because most people now have a job where they can't file for unemployment. Matter of fact, big lawsuit... Very interesting, making its way in California right now about the contract worker. And are they or aren't they a contract worker? This could have big ramifications. Uh, I'll keep you updated on that. But uh, what's happening is all of these companies... Uh, that that essentially are claiming you're a contract employee, they do it for one reason. They don't have to give you health care benefits. They don't have to pay unemployment. They don't have to pay workers' comp. They don't have to pay payroll taxes. I mean, it's a huge savings for companies. If if this gets... And let me tell you, it's a sham. It's a sham. Uber and Lyft, oh, no, they're, they're independent. You know, they, they set their own hours. Listen, they drive. That's the essence of your company is you drive people around. How can you say the essence of your company means you're a contract employee? It makes no sense to me. But but nonetheless, that's going through. And I, I got sidetracked. So jobless claims, right? Jobless claims, they don't – that really, should we even give that number out anymore? Does it mean anything? Because most people can't file. Uh, and then – and again, and that's not a real number. They don't actually use the data. They seasonally adjust. And then the government number, again, not a real number, seasonally adjusted. The only real number every month is the layoff number. Here's what came in while I was gone. According to Challenger Gray in Christmas, the number of layoffs in the United States was 38% higher in August than it was in July. A 38% increase in one month is more than just a little bit startling. That wasn't even, you know, year over year we've been kind of trending like that. Uh, but now all of a sudden we took a a power move now to the upside on layoff announcements. Uh, and this again, I don't know, and it's not there yet. Right? Is this like 08? I'm not saying that. But this is what happened then, too. Everything was great. Remember, Wall Street said all-time highs. It really it happens all the time with it, like this stuff. When the Dow rallies with this bad data and tries to tell you how great it is, that's when you kind of know. And, and, and silver led the way. right? We were talking about silver's going to 20. And I thought at 20, hey, we could have a little profit-taking at 20. Uh, maybe not, but but we, you know it'd be nice. Silver got to what nineteen dollars and eighty something cents, close enough. Sold it off right now. Silver's like eighteen bucks, uh, great value. 
because it's not done at 20. Uh, but, but uh, and again, I, I like these big sell-offs. It's all the week. You know, hey, people make money that way. That's how they, all the traders, it was a good time to do it. And you get all the uh, computers to do it for you. Gold's down. Gold lost $50. Now it's up today. You know, well, actually, it's not quite up yet. It's it's uh, down. It's down five, uh, but but uh, well off the lows, fifteen oh four. But and, and we'll keep an eye on it. I may, we'll see where it ends up. But it's down fifty bucks by. Because if the data actually was better, then okay. But see, they liked it because now they want more rate cuts. So. This week, next week, is the big week. We're going to get rate cuts from Europe. Right? We, everyone's expecting Europe to go farther negative. Rate cuts from Japan, farther negative. And a rate cut here from, from uh, here in the United States. And the data allowed them uh, the ability to kind of pencil that in. Uh, because the jobs number wasn't good. The layoffs number wasn't good. And, and and the other piece in the data, old people, a massive, and we're starting to see this now. And this is starting to happen more and more. Massive jump in what they're calling part-time jobs for economic reasons. Uh, this number shot up like almost four hundred thousand what that means this is a new category really for the jobs market because when you work part-time for economic reasons what does that mean and really simply put is hey i've got to work part-time because if i work more than that I'm going to lose benefits, right? So this is primarily, this is going to be old people, older people already collecting Social Security. There are very strict laws, and it really isn't about hours, right? It's about dollars. And of course, like all archaic systems designed to fleece you. The dollar value is not rising. So think about this. 20 years ago, you could work X amount of hours up until, and let's just call, let's just say the number was 20,000. Right? Hey, if you're on Social Security, you cannot earn more than $20,000 from a job and get your full benefits. So a lot of people would what? I'd work part-time. Here's the problem. That dollar value, it's not like it's going up, right? Because $20,000 20 and 30 years ago was a whole lot different than $20,000, $30,000 today. So now you have a massive wave of these older people, and they're work—they're only working 15 or 20 hours because they can't work more than that. 
Can't make it. It's a dollar value number. And now the Census Bureau, on the heels of that number being released, people working part-time for financial reasons. Okay, this isn't, hey, I'm working uh, part-time necessarily to make ends meet. This is, I only can work part-time. Right, and the same thing with like, maybe, uh, and I'm not sure on this one, and I'll, I'll try to find the answer, but this may be uh, in, in a lot of states also for welfare assistance. Uh, and, and a lot of them, uh, there are state laws and federal laws there uh, as to uh, can you make some money and still get benefits and whatnot. We're seeing a big rise in these numbers. The Census Bureau, right on cue, the Bureau of Labor, I'm sorry, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, which I think the Census Bureau works under, projects that the job market over the next 10 years, they released these uh, just the other day when the jobs number came out. They say that over the next decade, the U.S. workforce is likely to see a tsunami of elderly workers. Now, one of the things you saw, because I saw it, them bragging about, look at how many people are having jobs. we got 158 million people working. Almost all of the increase in people working is coming from one age demographic. You guessed it, old people. The share of workers over the age of 75. <laughs> now, my mom is 74. She still works. Yep, still still out there. And, and, and it's not for uh, financial reasons, right? She just likes, she, she uh, volunteers at the food bank. Uh, one of her cousins owns a laundromat. She goes, helps out there. But, I mean, it's not a lot. But, yeah, she's going to be one of these people. Is projected to grow from 1.8 million people in, well, in 2018 to over 4 million people in the next decade. Uh, that's going to be what over 100% increase. And if you take the people... 65 and older. Now all of a sudden you're seeing, and and let me give you the numbers, okay? So here's what they're saying. This is going to be the United States workforce over the next decade, according to the Census Bureau. And then when I give you these numbers, you decide whether or not you need to call me. 25 to 34. Okay? 25 to 34 years old. Zero. That is going to be the percentage change of people working between the ages of 25 to 34. No increase. 35 to 44. The Census Bureau, or not the Census Bureau, the Bureau of Labor Statistics says this one's going to be up 14%. 
I'm going to tell you it's that's not going to happen. But okay, 14%. I guess we're going to get all these immigrants, illegals coming over, must be in that category. Uh, 14%. Now, the prime working years, 45 until retirement. These are the prime years. This is when you're supposed to make the most money. 45 to 54, down 1%. Probably going to be down a little more than that. 55 to 64, down 1%. 65 to 74, up 51%. 75 plus, up 105%. Is that economic prosperity? Or another sign of economic poverty being administered by our central banks? This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. All the political pundits and the media elites have been spending a lot of their time talking about protecting and empowering women. Protesters carry signs around saying, believe women, when a Brett Kavanaugh comes under fabricated scrutiny. Yet all these outraged leftists seem to have forgotten that 2019 marks the 50th anniversary of a tragedy that ended the life of a woman who never got the chance to be protected, empowered, or believed. I'm talking about the 50th anniversary of Chappaquiddick. On that island, one of the most powerful men of the last half century, Democrat Senator Ted Kennedy, apparently had a late-night tryst with an attractive young blonde who had worked for his brother. They left alone together on July 18, 1969, from a cottage where six young women staffers were brought to party with six married men, including Kennedy. This arrangement was the type of setup Me Tooers rightly complain about today. But not a word was said by liberals for the young woman who left with Ted Kennedy and ended up dead. Senator Kennedy repeatedly lied about the circumstances resulting in Mary Jo Kopechny's being found lifeless in a submerged car that Kennedy said he was driving. Kennedy never obtained help for her, did not timely report the accident to police, and did not even seem particularly bothered by it. Many feminists then and now seem just fine with Kennedy's conduct as they have been with Bill Clinton's. There was no justice for Kennedy's crime at Chappaquiddick. He avoided any jail time whatsoever. Instead, Kennedy reigned supreme over the Democrat Party for the next four decades. The media hype about gender issues is always so selective. The 50-year anniversary of a powerful Democrat evading justice for his role in the death of this young woman attracts none of the same attention that relatively minor accusations against Republicans and their conservative Supreme Court nominees receive. Everyone agrees and should agree that we need to have a real discussion about holding criminals accountable for their crimes against women. But if that's going to happen, and happen in a serious way, it has to be on an even playing field where all the criminals, no matter how powerful, are treated equally. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin. Phyllis Schlafly Eagles are eagerly preparing for the 48th Annual Gateway Eagle Council to be held in St. Louis on September 13 to 15. Rally some friends for three exciting days of speakers, networking, and resourcing at the Gateway Eagle Council. 
Find details at phyllisschlafly.com. phyllisschlafly.com. See you there and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Well, just like that, uh, the Dow is now negative. Dow, uh, S&P, NASDAQ, they must be listening uh, and going, whoa, what? wait a minute. That doesn't sound like prosperity. Uh, silver now, boom. Uh, silver now higher for the day, 1810. Silver's up 13 cents. Uh, gold getting ready now. Gold going to be positive here probably in the next couple of clicks here. Uh, down two bucks uh, at 1507. 1507. Uh, so we, we've had uh, about a, now a $40 pullback in gold over our Thursday and Friday while I was gone. Tell you what I'm going to do. On Wednesday night, we had 20s at 1660. For the rest of the day or until they're gone, I've got 50, five zero, $20 liberties at $1,600. So we've had a $40 pullback. And I'm going to take uh, $60 off the price. So you're going to save uh, some nice, a nice chunk of change uh, here in the gold markets. Uh, silver, nothing great, right? See, Silver Eagles, uh, it is what it is. Uh, they're 435 or still cheaper. Listen, that's still a lot cheaper. I mean, think about it. Silver was almost $2 higher uh, at $435. Uh, rolls of dimes. We're going to do something. We'll do something on dimes uh, for everybody. Uh, if you're looking for government hallmark material, uh, rolls of dimes, we have those both in Phoenix and Colorado. I'll do them at $70 a roll, which puts that at right uh, just under a dollar and a half over spot. Yeah, Silver Dow 1810. Uh, that puts your price at 70 bucks on rolls of dimes. Uh, put your cost per ounce nineteen dollars fifty eight cents. So you're like what a dollar forty eight over spot. Uh, so U.S. twenty dollar liberties sixteen hundred rolls of silver dimes. You get fifty dimes in a roll at seventy dollars uh, per roll at eight hundred nine five one zero five. Nine to you know you think about it that puts the dimes. Uh, if when silver re- goes back to where it was, uh, you'd be buying it for less than you were able. Uh, what spot price was? You know, spot price late Wednesday, early Thursday was like nineteen eighty something, nineteen eighty eight. So at nineteen dollars fifty eight cents, absolute steal, uh, both on the silver and the gold at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I had to laugh. During the uh, break, uh, the IMF is saying, hey, listen, there's only one person to pick for the new head of the IMF. So those of you that don't know, uh, the European Union gets to pick the head of the IMF. The U.S. gets to pick the head of the World Bank. Okay. The, the current head of the IMF is going to now be the head of of the European Central Bank. So don't worry. There's no collusion here. 
The funny thing was this morning they said, the IMF said, hey, listen, there's only one person to pick. And her name is uh, Cristalina, Cristalina Georgieva. You know, that's my best European. She's a Bulgarian. By the way, where does she come from? Oh, she's second in command at the World Bank. So, yes, uh, really tidy, isn't it? Let's see. Uh, we've got our person at the World Bank. Uh, we got our person now at the ECB. Uh, now we got our person at the IMF. And, hey, listen, we're all one big happy family. It's kind of like uh, Goldman Sachs in all the administrations, right? Uh, the central bankers are going to continue us down. Here's the great news because of this announcement today. I don't know why, if that's why the Dow turned around and, and all of a sudden started going negative. I doubt it. I would have thought they would have loved that. It actually is really positive news for gold and silver. Because, once again, the central bank does not want to learn uh, the lesson. And here's the thing. Remember, next week, we're expecting big stimulus and rate cuts out of Europe. Right, So Europe now going to go even more negative. We're expecting Japan, the same thing. right? Japan is going to go deeper negative, more stimulus. And then, of course, here in the U.S., we're expecting another rate cut here in the U.S. And, and so it's going to be very optimal. Uh, and when you're looking at gold and silver, buy every one of these pullbacks. I'll let you know when, when not to. But for right now, you're buying the pullbacks because the pullbacks are going to be they're going to be quick. You know this whole rally, right? They really haven't let you in, and, and you're going to see here. Well, and gold already, right? Gold really didn't, uh, you know, not, uh, down a dollar here. But gold never even broke into uh, the fourteen hundred. So gold really hung in there. Silver found a floor now the new floor in silver looks like eighteen dollars uh so you think about silver where did silver start 15 right now the new floor is 18 uh i think the next move in silver will probably we're going to break over 20 and then i think 20 will become the new support there uh so take the time put them away and really just look at the data the 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 numbers will tell you profits aren't great Matter of fact, who was I? I wasn't even doing this thing. Someone said last twelve years, Wall Street profits haven't moved. The only thing that's moved is the premium you need to pay to own it. That's it. Now, now they're saying all of the job growth in the next ten years of the workforce. I mean, almost all of it. Sixty-five and older. And and the biggest the biggest growth, seventy five and older. So sixty five to seventy four, seventy five and older is going to be over the next decade, with the exception of twenty five to was it no, was it twenty five to thirty four? No, I'm sorry, thirty five to forty four, with the exception of thirty five to forty four. The only growth in the next decade of jobs 
65 to 74, 75 and older were actually going to have contraction between the ages of, what, 45 to 64. We're going to contract. No growth in the, in the younger category. Uh, so, so when you sit there and you think about it, that sounds about right. I don't even know if we get any growth in that 35 to 44 category or not. I kind of doubt that one. But the older ones, that makes total sense. They don't got enough money. It's just that simple. 800-951-0592, the best buying opportunity. This was the first big pullback. And big, kind of relative, that we've seen since the rally has started. It's your first really good opportunity to get into uh, hard assets. If you haven't bought gold before, today's the day to do it. Twenties at sixteen hundred, right? You're not even a hundred bucks over spot. Uh, it, it just a great time. You're 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 not buying it at at the top here, uh, but buying here at the pullback. You're catching uh, catching a little bit of a break. Just nothing but straight profit taking. Think about it. Really, uh, over the the China coming to the table, there's nothing there. I mean, unless we want to surrender, there's nothing there. Uh, and think about really what's coming. More rate cuts. I don't know where we're at. How close to recession are we too close? How's that? I don't like it. Are we there? Not yet. But but are the signs pointing that something is coming? Yeah, I think the next year, you know, the real election getting started here, what, next year? 2020? Did you see that report about Texas? So many, so many blue staters have moved to Texas. That Texas could be in play. I mean, I don't know. All right, and, and, and don't be naive enough. Listen, I never thought Barack Obama could win. He won twice. So, so you remember, everybody guaranteed Hillary was going to win. She did it. It is going to be a very, very interesting time. And remember. The central bank doesn't like to cut rates during an election year, which actually won't be helpful. So is it a good day to buy gold and silver? Absolutely. It's the best day to buy it. Like I said, this rally's been going on since, what, May? 800-951-0592. Uh, for you know, you know, hey, I don't have sixteen hundred dollars. I get it. Rolls a dime, seventy bucks. It's nothing. It's not even a dollar and a half over spot for government Hallmark silver. And by the way, Silver Eagles, the only thing available, twenty nineteen. That's it. I, I worry here uh, if we get some aggressive buying in silver, uh, which we should. Could we see a period of time where Silver Eagles become unavailable? Don't be surprised. Uh, again, we've had a a big change. The Mint has uh, downgraded its production accordingly. Now all of a sudden, 
volumes are picking back up. Uh, so jumping into this silver market today, another great idea. The best way to do it today is silver dimes. You get 50 dimes in a roll. You're paying close to spot. And it's government hallmarked. 800 951 Uh Here's how it works. For all of you who have never done business, we're not like any other gold company in America. Call that number. Wendy's going to answer the phone. And all you want to do is say, Wendy, I want the special. Today, since we have two, where we have the gold, the $20 Liberties at 1600 We have the silver, the silver dimes at $50. Or fifty at seventy dollars. Sorry, at seventy. Roll a fifty at seventy dollars. Wendy will say, "Which one would you like?" You could say, "I want the gold." You could say, "I want the silver special." You could say, "I'd like both." Her next question's going to be, "How many would you like?" And you just tell her, "I want one, five, ten. Right, I want five twenties and ten rolls of dimes. I want uh, one twenty and one roll of dimes. I want ten rolls of dimes. I want fifteen twenties. Whatever it may be, just tell her. And when you're done doing that, you know what she's going to do? She's going to tell you how much it was. Right now, if you're new, she's going to ask you stuff like your name. Right where you'd like us to ship, or do you want to pick up? We have offices in Phoenix, and offices in in in, in Colorado and Johnstown, uh, up on the front range north of Denver. Right, if you pick up, there is no shipping cost. If we need to deliver it to you, right, the most we charge for shipping is thirty five dollars. That's it. That's the most. One roll of dimes will charge less. Obviously, but dimes, you know, the silver's heavy. That's where they really whack you on shipping. But we'll do our best. We keep our shipping costs to a minimum. What about bait and switching you? Not going to happen. We're not going to say, hey, buy this, call up now and get this price. And then you call up, hey, I want that special. And then they tell you, oh, why? You don't want that. You want that. No, we don't do any of that. What about after you order? What's going to happen? How do I pay for it? Send us a check. If you want to put it on a credit card, we take all four. Visa, MasterCard, AmeriExpress, Discover, we charge 2%, which you know all of you out there got those reward cards. So you know uh, I'm still getting hit on those. But I'm willing to do it for convenience. If you're going to pick it up, Great. We'll call you. We do everything by appointment at both offices. We're not a coin store. People aren't going to know your business. You're not going to be in here doing business and other people giving you the stink eye. What's that guy doing? That doesn't happen. What about after? Right? We ship it. Once we have funds, if we need to ship it to you, we ship registered, insured, U.S. mail. We've been in business for over 23 years. Nobody ever, not once, has ever not gotten product. That's saying something. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 
800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment on a Monday after the uh, profit taking the rally. The Wall Street rally was kind of funny. Uh, I don't know where it goes from here. You know, the you want we want to see hiring, right, which we didn't see. We want to see profits rising. We didn't see. Uh, trucking. Did you see trucking? Um, hold on a minute. And I, I know I probably should have been ready, but I never know what I'm going to say next. According to uh, this latest report, you know, because there's been a lot of the what I'll call the smaller truckery company. Hey, I got 30 trucks and trailers. Maybe uh, I got 100 or 200 trucks. Uh, these trucking companies now, uh, some Fox business says the first half of 2019, 640 trucking companies have failed. That means more than 20,000 trucks have been pulled from the road. Uh, 2018 only saw 300 fail. Uh, so we're seeing a huge, huge jump in all of these trucking companies. And, of course, I just put it together. I'm just like, okay, what does that mean? Less freight, right? What does less freight mean? Well, less freight means that companies, hey, I don't need as much stuff to replenish the, the shelves. I mean, isn't that what it means? 640. And listen, this was only through July. I already know a, a bunch more have gone under since then. And, and I know they say, oh, no, the consumer's still strong. Are they? Or are the billionaires strong? Right. Remember the, how we got the uh, 2% GDP for the second quarter, right? The big jump in the RV space. Of course, and of course, I told you RV sales are actually down year over down quite a bit. But you know what I learned? I did learn something. You know what else is in the RV category? Private aircraft. I don't know what one of these private jets cost, but I do know like planes that Boeing makes and stuff like that. They're they're super expensive. So is that where the growth is? I want to try to find out. I don't know the answer, but that's the only thing that, as I've been trying to dig into that number, because I'm thinking to myself, without this RV category, the the actual GDP for fourth for the second quarter is like one percent. That's a lot closer to recession than, than and I, so I'm working on because something isn't you know it, it doesn't pass the sniff test, right? If Walmart and Target and all right, they should be stocking the shelves, right? The consumer's killing it. Then why are we going to lose a thousand trucking companies this year? They've already pulled twenty thousand trucks off the road and growing. Right, no one's ordering new ones. I know that, right? We know that. I don't know. Something's just weird. Something that all of a sudden could come to a screeching halt. Take the time. Today, believe me when I say today is a good day to add to your portfolios. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow.